What's up guys, only the top 2% of poker players know this. Let's jump right into it. These are three elite level strategies and I'm gonna walk you through some hand history examples as well to help illustrate this all better for you. All right, without further ado, let's jump into it. Tip number one is getting full value every single time. Now, if there's one thing that I've noticed again and again over the years, especially in small and mid stakes games, the vast majority of people who do not get the results that they want in this game, one of the biggest reasons why is because they win small pots with big hands. Whereas that handful of elite winning poker players, they get the maximum every single time. They get every single chip that they possibly can out of their opponent. And let's jump into an example right now to help walk you through this. So let's say you raise up two red kings in early position and a tag tight and aggressive player calls you on the button. So standard spot, we've all been through this, you know, tight and aggressive player, they're gonna have a reasonably tight range here, but they're gonna have, you know, maybe some pseudo connectors in there as well, you know, trying to outplay us after the flop and so on. So flop comes down with a 10-10-5 rainbow, rainbow meaning three different suits. We make our standard continuation bet and the tag goes ahead and calls us. So what do we put them on at this point? Well, again, the range is gonna be reasonably wide open at this point. I do expect uh, most tag players in today's games to probably float us with a lot of ace high hands here. So a hand like ace king, ace queen, ace jack, for example. I do expect them to be floating us on this board. Floating, by the way, is just calling in position versus a continuation bet. I expect them to be floating us with pretty much every single pocket pair on this board as well. So it's going to be anything like, you know, pocket queens, pocket jacks, pocket nines, pocket eights, you know, all the way down to pocket twos. Other than that, there's no real draws on this board. So that's kind of really the range we're putting them on at this point. So let's go see the turn. Turn comes with a seven of spades, putting two spades on the board. Doesn't really change anything. I mean, we still have pocket kings, obviously. So we're in a pretty good spot. So guys, you know, once again, just following my philosophy, if you guys know me, I'm all about not reinventing the wheel in poker, keeping things as utter simple as possible. There's no reason to do anything else here but bet, which is exactly what we do. We go ahead and continuation bet or double barrel on the turn and the tag calls us again. So what should we put them on at this point? Well, I think we have to uh, assume that they're probably gonna have thrown away all of their ace high hands at this point. Their ace king, ace queen, ace jack. Those hands are definitely in the muck, so I'm specifically narrowing their range down to some sort of pocket pair and probably a mid-pocket pair, like a pocket jacks, pocket nines, pocket eights, something of that sort. I think pocket twos, pocket threes, they might have pitched that hand at this point. So let's go see the river. So the river comes down with literally the perfect card for us, the three of clubs. The total brick doesn't really change anything. There were no draws on the flop anyways. Literally the perfect card for us. So what should we be doing here. Well, guys, we should be betting again. A lot of people will get gun shy here. They will, you know, think, oh, th this player must have a 10 somehow, or maybe they got pocket fives or something. And yeah, they will have one of those two hands a very small percentage of the time, but a much bigger percentage of the time, they're going to have all of those hands that we talked about, a pocket jacks, a pocket nines, a pocket eights, pocket sixes, all sorts of hands like this that they simply do not believe us with. And it totally makes sense for those hands to call down as well. So we don't want to be betting a big amount in this situation. I talk about that in my second book, Modern Small Stakes. You want to be sizing 
down often on the river, especially when you think that they have some sort of mediocre hand. So we make another bet on the river here. Again, smaller sizing, maybe about 40% a pot, something like that. Tag player calls and flips over pocket nines here and ship the pot to us, of course. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, it's just a minor thing here. It's actually not, guys. You need to understand that pots on the river are on average by far the highest. It, it makes sense, right? You know, the pot has been building all throughout the hand. So of course, pot is going to be the biggest on the river. So even if you only bet a small amount, like 30%, 40% a pot, we're talking about perhaps five big blinds, 10 big blinds. This is utterly massive to your long-term win rate when most people these days, especially in online poker, are only winning at like, you know, three big blinds per hundred. If you miss a five big blind bet here on the river, this can literally be the difference between you being a break-even player and one of those, you know, elite winners. So guys, understand that you must get full value out of your good hands every single time. And you know, a lot of people will say to me, oh, but Nathan, what do you do if you get raised here? I mean, that's why a lot of people are fearful to bet on the river here, of course, right? But what you guys need to understand is that the raise is very rarely going to happen here. It's only gonna happen when they have a 10 or literally pocket fives or pocket sevens, which again, are a very small percentage of their range. And the other thing is when somebody raises our triple barrel on the river, especially in small or mid stakes games, guys, they are literally never bluffing. It is the easiest fold in the world with pocket kings here. And I hope you guys understand that. We're never gonna be calling when they raise us on the river here. If that is something that you're currently doing, I would highly suggest removing that from your game. When tight and aggressive regulars in small or mid stakes games raise you on the turn or river, they are literally never bluffing. They always have you beat. So guys, bottom line here, keep things simple, always get full value. Do not miss this five big blind bet on the river. This adds up in a massive way over the long run. Let's move on to point number two. All right, so point number two is that elite poker players only play in good poker games. What I want you to do right now, maybe pause this video, go open up your favorite online poker site and go look at the high stakes games right now. I'm gonna bet that you're gonna see a lot of tables that where there's nothing going on, where there's one or two people maybe sitting there and they're just waiting around, they're sitting out, they're not playing. So why is that the case? Why do people just wanna sit on poker tables? It's because they're waiting for fish to sit down at those tables because they understand where they make the money from in this game. The games do run sometimes if one of the regulars is on tilt, which will happen from time to time. But guys, this is what you're gonna see at the highest levels of the game is games run when there's bad players or somebody who is on tilt. Excellent world-class poker players simply do not sit down each day, play against each other so they can flip a bunch of coins with other players who are really, really good. It's not how we make the money in this game, guys. So you absolutely must understand this crucial fundamental fact of the game is that we make the money from bad players. If you currently just sit down at random poker tables, and I find honestly that the vast majority of people, this is what they do. If you just go sit down at random poker tables currently, if that's your game plan, if that's your game selection, this is literally the number one thing that's gonna hold you back from your success. And if you're playing on a site that doesn't allow you to table select, that's what a lot of people say to me. Oh, but I play on this site. They don't, don't play on that site. That's my advice. Don't play there. Because you have to understand, guys, that your number one edge at the poker table is always gonna be who you choose to play against. And if the poker site doesn't allow you to do that, if you basically just wanna make it like you're playing bingo, don't play there. You know, always remember that you are the customer. Take your game at your action somewhere else. They need you, you do not need them. There
there are hundreds of poker rooms and poker sites out there for you to play on. Guys, bottom line, understand always where the money comes from in poker. Do not just randomly sit down on games and expect to win. Again, go look at what the best poker players in the world are doing. You can literally see it on any online poker site. Go look at the high stakes games. There's a reason why the games are mostly not running. They're sitting there waiting for fish to sit down. If you want to have success at the poker tables, it's something you need to start taking seriously as well. All right, so the final thing that only the top 2% elite poker pros know about these days is never taking it personally. Guys, if I've learned one thing from coaching hundreds of students over the years and playing millions of hands of small and mid-stakes poker is that way too many people take this game way too seriously. They get wrapped up in every single bad beat that they take, every single cooler setup and, and so on. They've even got names for certain sites. You know, you can often see it online. People are angry. You know, they're sending me the emails telling me about how their aces got cracked three times last night and they'll give me exact, you know, details of I raised and the flop came this and this guy had this and, and guys this is just not how poker pros think they understand that this is a long-term game and our results over the course of months and years and in some cases decades is really what we need to stay focused on let's give an example here you know we raise it up with two red aces in middle position any fish calls us in the big blind flop comes down with a four four six rainbow rainbow meaning three different suits you make a standard c-bat here the fish calls so what do we put the fish on at this point well i mean honestly guys we know recreational players are playing you know as much as 50 percent of hands or so we know that they're in there splashing around having their fun it's what they do that's why they play this game this is their hobby so they can have all sorts of crazy stuff anything from king jack to 10 9 i mean they might call you a 10 9 here for something to do they could have you know jack six <laughs> they could have pocket twos they could have so many different things here it's, it's not even worth going through at all all right so turn comes down with a five of clubs you make another continuation bet and they fish calls you so again i think that the range is still pretty wide open at this point there's a lot of different hands that they can have that we can be ahead of so there's nothing else to do here except just continue keeping our foot on the gas pedal and getting that value out of all of those worst hands that want to call us down so the river comes with a great card king of diamonds doesn't complete any of the draws it's not a club it's not a seven or a three which would kind of be not the greatest card for us so again we just keep poker as simple as possible and we go ahead and make our continuation bet again on the river fish flips over seven three of hearts for the turned gut shot straight and takes down the pot now guys we've all had hands like this we've all been through this before we know how difficult this is especially when it happens to you right before the final table you know if you play tournaments for example this is painful it is really difficult to handle in the moment but what you need to understand is that we always get a choice in this situation of how we're going to react and in my experience the vast overwhelming majority of poker players handle this situation very very poorly they take it personally they get angry at this person. They wanna get back at this person now. You guys need to understand this is not how the game of poker works. Fish are going to get lucky sometimes. They play terrible hands like this. They get a lucky five on the turn sometimes. This is the fish tax that we all have to pay that keeps them coming back for more, keeps them giving their money away. By the way, you can just use a program like Poker Tracker, by the way, I'll have links in the description below. If you play online poker and you can see how much these players 
players pay for their bad play over the long term. These guys lose at an unbelievable pace, but they're going to get lucky from time to time. Once again, this is the beautiful nature of the game. This is why they keep coming back for more. This is why there's no money in chess, for example, because it's largely a skill game. You realize if you play Magnus Carlsen 10 times, you know, you're gonna lose, he's the best player in the world. You're gonna lose every single time and you're not gonna get lucky against him. Whereas if you play, you know, a world-class poker player, Phil Ivey, Daniel Negreanu, somebody like that, you know, you're gonna get lucky two out of 10 times against them. You could literally just shove all in every single hand if you want and you're going to have a small percentage to win. So guys, we need to make peace with this. We need to not take it personally when the fish gives us a bad beat. It's going to happen. And real poker pros and semi-pros understand that you always get to choose how you're going to react to this in the moment. And you know, if you do find yourself taking it personally, the best thing you can do is just get away from the poker table. You know, the games will always be there tomorrow. You do not have to sit in there steaming and giving away your money. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast because I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.